Today on the show, we found out why Wood is embarrassed to show people his awesome new tattoo that he has. Mm-hmm. We also played a round of how many drinks have you had? That was a fun one. That was an interesting one. That's an eye-opening, if you will. And plus, you got a little assist on... Oh, that's right. It was a good maybe it's just me today because I didn't come up with it. It's all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got how many drinks have you had coming up next. Uh, we realized that uh, Wood didn't listen through to make sure there was no curse words in it. So. Yeah, that's on me. We, we got to do that real quick because we've made that mistake before. Yeah, I got to pull it aside. I got to put the cans on and listen to it. All right. So anyway, though, we, you know, Wood and I, we've been talking a lot about, because the other day I was leaving Walmart and I blew past the person checking receipts. Because I'm not a criminal. I'm just going to walk out. A true rebel. Right. Blazing a path, if you will. Well, check this out. Now, what's your rule on the self-checkout? I try to scan it twice. If it doesn't scan twice, that's my... Unless it's it's a big ticket item. Right. Like a TV. Yeah. If it's something minor and I try to scan it twice... How about a a bag of uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? That's perfect. A woman, example. a woman in Texas has been banned from Walmart for forgetting to scan a bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. She scanned $31 worth of groceries, but forgot to scan her Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and just threw them in the bag. Well, security stopped her on the way out. She said she forgot about it. She'd be happy to go back and pay for it. They said, no, you stole these, and now we had to report you, and she has now been banned from Walmart over a bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Stop it. I, I wish I could. Stop. Would. This is the world that we live in today. First of all, take it from someone... Who's been banned from a few places? <laughs> it's not a real thing. All right. You can and, walk back in there. Unless they print out a picture of your face and put it at the door, it's not a real ban. It is nothing but theater. All right. It's the main to scare you. You just come back a couple hours. Maybe, all right. Give it a couple of hours. Right. A couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks if you want to be. Yeah. I've gone back in numerous places that I've been kicked out of, and it's fine. How many is that? Oh, I've been kicked out at least 10 places. Why? What's wrong with you? Varying degrees. The biggest one I can that comes to mind was a a Mexican restaurant down in Georgia, where I, I I said no beans. The entire table heard me say no beans. The burrito came with beans, and the attitude and I started getting an attitude from the server and the manager. Then they started talking to each other in their native Spanish. Yes, I said, "Hey, boys, I don't speak Spanish. Let's keep it English." They knew, get the hell out in English. <laughs> so they obviously knew what was going on in English. I came back a couple weeks later. It was fine. It now, was they probably fine. spit in my food. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was no beans, but there was plenty of loogies in there. I know that risk coming into a place <laughs> I've been banned. But yeah, you, you get banned from numerous places, different things. Yeah. Some misunderstandings. I've been kicked out of like three different strip clubs. It happens. <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> it happens. And places. All right. Well, anyway. You're not living if you haven't been kicked out of a few places. So that we don't get kicked off the radio, would you please listen to how many drinks have you had? Make sure there's no curse words in it so that we can play it next. Good idea. Kelly and Wood. We got the trash flash on the way in just a couple of minutes. Before we get to that, though, uh, we were talking earlier, Wood, that you have a rule at self-checkout. Mm-hmm. If, it's a, if it's a low-budget item and you scan it twice, it doesn't go through. That's not on you anymore. I Yeah, I don't work here. I don't know the... I'm not going to key in the code or right. any of that nonsense. And then we were talking about a woman got kicked out of a Walmart in Texas because she put a bag of Reese's peanut butter cups in her bag, forgot to ring them through, and got banned for a while. To which I said, that's a, that's a fake ban. <laughs> well, this happened to you? What happened? Hello, good morning. So I just want to say I got kicked out of CVS because I asked for a employee discount for a self-checkout. <laughs> Been there, sister. <laughs> now, is that the I only place that. you've been kicked out of? Um, mm, I don't know that I want to go there. In, oh. in recent history, that is the, the only place I 
So you, what know, did you say? You said what? To um, like, they just, oh. the, the guy was there and I said, oh, do you have a cashier? And he said, no, we have self-chuck. And I said, oh, do I get the employee discount then for doing this work? And he said, I'm the manager. And I said, oh, then you didn't want to give me the employee discount. <laughs> and he walked me out the door. <laughs> and then he said, and then he asked me not to come back that he has my picture on camera. Nah, no, he doesn't. Take it from me. They don't print it out. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, I now, was listening and I laughed, but that's a true story. Don't, don't you think guess, sooner or later these self-checkouts are going to go away? Because people just are tired of them, man. I sure hope so. I sh- because then people, I mean, complain. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they do that, too. complain that there's people that, don't, that aren't working. Well, give them a job. And how much is a cashier making? Like, how much are you actually saving by so much merchandise just walking out of the store? You can't be saving that much. Nope, they just get stolen because, oh, we scan this one and then that one we just put in the bag. A BOGO. One for you, one for me. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, good morning, show. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Thanks for calling this morning. Kelly and Wood. This question comes from inside the room. That's what we have up today and Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Brad Sean Bryan. Now, Brian Riley, you got something in the mail that you wanted to ask Mike Bryan about. Yeah, so in the mail, I got a thing for jury duty. It was one of the ones randomly selected, and it was for January 1st. And I called, and they said that I was selected for the grand jury, which they said I'm on call for the whole year. I don't really know what that means. What does it mean if you're selected as the grand jury compared to not grand jury? A grand jury is a group that gets together that evaluates whether or not something should be charged as a crime. So, um, it like first-degree murder, um, there's certain charges in Minnesota that, that prosecutors can only bring if they have a grand jury review it. So the grand jury comes together, they hear evidence is presented by the prosecutor, and then they say, yes, you go ahead and charge it out. So... Um, uh, I don't know if you're old enough. Do you remember Ferguson down in in the 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 cop cop killing that took place down in 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 Missouri? Do you oh, remember Mike, that? What was that the Mike Brown, right? Yeah, the the Ferguson okay. case. Yeah. So that was the grand jury making a determination that the cop wouldn't be charged. So it's a group that it's a group of citizens that get together to say we can charge at this level based upon Minnesota laws as were presented. So you get like a mini trial is what that is. So am I like special for being a part of the grand jury or not as You're very special. <laughs> um, no, it, well it's 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 another part of our process. Okay. Um it it, it, it you're, you're longer but there's usually very few of them. Okay, so so there's not Stearns County. I I don't know what the numbers are, but there's judges that haven't called the grand jury and you know in their whole career or only once. So so it it it's it, the prosecution has to see a case and decide we want to go with these other charges and bring the grand jury in. Now my last question: Am I still? up for like another jury duty or like because i'm on this one for the year am i done i i think they usually if you got another notice you could probably say and get out of the other one you that that probably is what happened i don't know if the the if if they track it enough to they'd be able to say for sure you wouldn't get another notice but the odds are pretty good that that you could call them hey i'm already on this and they would not have you do both all right but now, as a defense lawyer, you're not going into those, right? The defense lawyers get a watch. They don't present evidence, but they get a watch and see what the testimony is. Um, and and they get some part of it, but it's it's run by the prosecution. Prosecution okay. puts it together. But you almost it's almost kind of like you get to see what they're going to be doing, right? Like their methodology, at least, of what they think 
well, happened. Why they brought the charges. Yeah. Correct. Now, while we're let's go with public service announcement. If a guy calls you up and says you have a you have a warrant out for you, okay, because you haven't shown up and you need to show up at the police station and pay him some X amount of dollars, that's not real. Okay. <laughs> um I have, I, have, I have had that call within the last month that someone's been doing that and sending people notices saying that they didn't show up for jury duty and they have to they have a warrant and the only way out of it is they show up at the court at the police station and pay money. Th- that doesn't happen like that. So Jeez. so if you see such a thing, that's a scam. Call the cops, let them know what's going on and maybe they can bust this guy that's doing it. I can't believe that your well, end game scam is at a police station. Well, and what is he doing? Me? I'll meet you outside. Like, <laughs> no need to come inside. I'll get the check from you outside. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't know how far that gets, but yeah, I have heard that one. So you know, as far as notice goes, and people get worried because they start thinking, "Geez, do I have a warrant?" I mean, it, it, it's like any of those scams; they're close enough to reality that it scares people. Now, how often when something gets to like a grand jury level, does it just say, hey, no, it's not? Because I know as a football fan, like that happened with Deshaun Watson. A lot of his cases went to grand juries and they never went any further. How often does that happen? Um, Deshaun Watson was because of some testimony that surprised him. They thought they were going to get certain testimony from some of the women that they didn't get. Yeah. Um, But uh, the... It depends on how cynical you are. There are defense lawyers that believe that a prosecutor could, I think the, the saying is that they could uh, get a first-degree murder on a, on, a, on a ham sandwich if they wanted to mm-hmm. because they control the process. So they control what the jury sees and how they see it and what comes in. Um, so it, 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 it's a good safeguard, but the question is is whether or not they, it's, it's so one-sided that there really is not much of a safeguard there. Man, wow! Good luck, good luck with all that this year, Brian. I'll make sure if I get a warrant and I have to pay it. I'm just going to live life on the edge, (laughs) just like Kelly does (laughs) all day, every day. But it's a great, it's a great honor to be part of a jury. Um, It's part of our system. It's part of our constitution. It puts you right up there with the judge, a jury, jury, uh, the courts. I mean, it's it it's a big deal, and so it's it's an honor to do it, and so. Yeah, I, I think you're lucky with that opportunity. You hear that, guys? I'm important. You just are. Want, just want you to know it. We tell you that time every day. Everything. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll do this again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Brad Sean Bryan for another round of Better Call Bryan. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Portland, North Dakota, population 587. The next big event in Portland, North Dakota is coming up this June for the annual May Port 5K and 10K. You know, Mayor Sven Mickles will be lacing them up for that one. That's why Portland, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood, you've gone through this to make sure there's no curse words in it. Uh, as far as I can tell. It is now your responsibility. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Brian Riley, are you ready to guess how many drinks this person has had? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. So Wood was out and about at a mu- country music festival, asked somebody some very simple questions. We will now guess how many drinks they've had based on their responses. That's right. I talked to my buddy Rich here. All right, here we go. All right, boss, what's your name? Rich. Rich, how you feeling today? Feeling good. Day yeah. three we fast. Oh. Can I say something right out the gate? Mm-hmm. I hear irritated throat. That's a very good sign that this guy's been hitting it heavy. Okay. That's all what I'm saying. What day are we fest? 
This is day three. Okay. Whoa, okay. This is after the big storm the night before. So he's been hitting it heavy. All right. That's a dry throat right there. All right, here we go. Oh, so now have you gone hard all three days? Yeah, yeah. The rain made it a little bit uh, unique last night, but we had a good time. What time did you start drinking today? Today was about 9.30 was the first Bloody Mary. 9.30 a.m. Yep. Oh, lo- what time did you go to bed? Uh, 11 o'clock last night. Oh, well, she, early because of the rain. She said 6.30. Do you yeah, know she's her? ahead of us. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe you knew her for no, the no, night. No. Okay. Nothing by the way, can we uh, find them next year at WeFest, please? <laughs> I want Bloody Marys at 9.30 or 6. I'll take either or. <laughs> I remember anyway. I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you brought that. Now, let me ask you. What's the wildest night you've ever had drinking? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, God, it was probably about seven years ago up here. We had a rain worse than we had last night, and it got crazy. We were over back when they had Hilltop open. We okay. We back in Hilltop, and we had tents at the bottom of the hill over there. And the rain came in, and everybody emptied their tents of air mattresses, and we were having races down hilltop in our air mattresses into, like, the mud and the water on the bottom. And there weren't many clothes left on people. Um, there wasn't a single sober person in the place, I don't think. <laughs> were there any girls there, man? Oh, there was plenty of girls. Oh, good, good, good. So I'm not going to lie to you. That sounded pretty gross there for a second. Oh, no. It was, it was, a, it was a full-on slip and slide with adults without clothing. Oh, <laughs> damn. Now, were you one of the people? Um, I plead the fifth. Were you nude? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was wearing a swimsuit. How many times have you been naked in public? Yeah, at WeFest or in general? In general. <laughs> <laughs> probably the only time has probably been at WeFest. Okay, all right. Man. Well, I, I feel like we got a good background for you. So uh, you've been drinking kind of pretty yeah. much all day. Now, here's the important question. How many drinks you had today? All right. Now, can I just want to, I just want to point something out? A little disclaimer here? I think he was lying to us about the swimsuit. You Why think- would you bring a swimsuit to WeFest? Oh, I don't know. There's no pool. You never know. Maybe yeah, you, bring your, you bring your little inflatable one. Or don't you see those inflatable hot tubs sometimes when we're walking around? Uh-huh. I, I, feel, like it, I feel like there's a reason to bring a swimsuit to WeFest. You, you Plus, if it rains. Kitty pools at the campsites? Okay, but he was sleeping in a tent. What if it rains? It's nice to have a bathing suit if it rains. Are you bringing a kitty pool that's probably the same size as said tent? I, I just think, I think he was nude. Pool. I think he was nude, but that's okay. You know what? Maybe he just didn't want to put his business out on Front Street. That's neither here nor there after putting all of his business on a front <laughs> Right. So now it's time, though, to figure out how many drinks has this guy had. And if I had to guess, I'll go first, Brian Riley. I would say that this guy has had, judging by the sound of his voice, nine drinks. I'm going nine drinks on okay. this guy, which is a lot. I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. He seemed coherent. Seemed like a guy that, that sticks to his guns. <laughs> One flavor. Not going to mix it up until way later. This sounds like a midday interview. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go six. All right. Okay. Six drinks for Brian Riley. Nine drinks for Kelly. How many did Rich have? Here we go. How many drinks you had today? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. I guess, uh, guess I haven't been counting. Oh, Brian, um, you're screwed. We'll go with probably about a dozen. <laughs> a dozen? Now, is that just beer or what? No, it's been about Windsor 7s for the last three hours. Oh, holy cow. <laughs> 12 Windsor 7s? Guy's the man. Well, no, remember, he started off with Bloody Marys. So. Okay. Yeah. Also, a baker's dozen. Mm. Jeez. Three hours. Okay. So you're, you're flying high. Oh, yeah. We're feeling good right now. We got to be ready for Luke <laughs> Bryan tonight. Now, what time do we think we're going to go to bed tonight? Uh, well, we'll hopefully make it till 1, 1.30 tonight. You going to have some clothes on at least? Yes, absolutely. I think we're all happy about that. I think everybody would be happy when I leave my clothes on. <laughs> I got to find this guy in 2023, <laughs> man. Holy cow. That is bonkers. A dozen drinks. I can't. There's no way I could do that. And how functional he was. Right. Just talking, just normal. Enjoying his best life. 
Holy good but for him. Can we call attention to the bigger fact that I finally won one of the how many drinks have you had? You have unseated the drunk king. Look at that. Well Fine. done, my friend. Yes. Thank you. you be proud of yourself. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend, and so they loop us into it, and this past weekend just happened to be my big weekend. That's right. And mostly for my wife. Well, my wife and myself. Uh, so if you don't know, which I, if you listen, you probably know that my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer just about a year ago, mm-hmm. which is really crazy. Like I was saying how the nurse, when we started going through this, was like, this will be a speed bump in your life. I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but it will be. And here we are a year later, and over the weekend, our last Thursday, my wife had a reconstructive surgery for because she had a double mastectomy. And man, I'm telling you, it's crazy because we've been through so many surgeries, and not, not so many surgeries, but just so many medical procedures, procedures lately, yeah. that it becomes just almost routine where it's like, all right, well, do, it, it's, it, it's like it just felt like just any normal day that they just, just had like a five hour, you know, appointment in the middle of it. But she got through it, and it's weird because all these like, like the plastic surgeon, uh, her the the surgeon, everybody that's been such a big part of our lives. I was like, it's weird because we're not going to, God willing, we won't see them anymore right. ever. Hopefully, we'll never ever see these people again. It's like they've had their hands inside of my wife's body. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And now it's it's just all over. And and my wife pulled through, and like she's already doing huge. Like she wanted to get out walking around and stuff. My wife is a habitual rule follower when it comes to her health. Like, she doesn't want to take any of the pain pills. She doesn't want to do anything like that. Well, probably because I've shown her too many episodes of intervention. Yeah. She thinks two oxycodones and she's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. having a having a having <laughs> an addiction problem. But so she just, she's pulling through. She's doing phenomenal. And it's weird to think that it was just about a year ago that this whole thing started. Yeah. And here we are. Like, she still has a few infusions left. Which, though, I think the last one is like March, like the first week in March. Then that's all done. And then it's like, then we're kind of, I don't know what to do after that. It feels weird to be done with it. Because it's been, it's been, every week there's been something to do for this cause. You know, there's been this doctor's appointment or this injection or this checkup or, you know, I got to get an echo of my heart because chemotherapy is really hard on your heart and all these things that have just eaten up our life for so long. Like now they're starting to kind of drop off almost. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a great feeling. But I really do want to say this from the, from the bottom of my heart. The I and I t- I've told you this would in in just in our private conversations that I don't think I could have gotten through this as well as I did without this show without this radio show because like when I posted something on the Facebook page saying hey everybody she's out of surgery doing great the response it got was phenomenal mm-hmm. and that's been like a huge part of just the, the I, I can't explain it I really and it's a bit selfish of me to be to have this thing and to use it for my own I guess strength. Whatever, but I really couldn't have gotten through this without everybody. Like it was, it, it, it like I, I just I've never felt such a community being on the radio, and it was huge. It was it was massive, and that's exactly what the word is. I mean, it's community. Everyone, you pick each other up, you know. And I thought the I, the coolest thing I've seen about this is a how much you've grown because yeah, I that's what I see nuts. first most, and also how the connection that you've had with people that have gone through this yeah, and how the people come up and when we're out at events and talk to you and how much, like you say you've gotten strength from it, but I know that there's people out there that have heard that you're going through it. And we've had people that have called that we haven't put on air that have gone through this, that are just getting started with it. That we've talked. Yeah. We've talked to through text and off the air and that know that you went through it. That you guys got through it, that they can do it, and yeah. it's it's so much easier when you know 
when you're not alone in all this? Because that, like, when you first told me all this, man, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to handle that right. stuff. Right. I, I wouldn't have either had the tables been turned, God forbid. And it's just one of those things of you want to be there for your friend and things like that and as best you can. But I'm serious, man. Like, the way you have stepped up and taken care of your family and everything, it's been awesome to see. It has it truly been a special. I know it's been a hard year, but it's, it's been a special year. It, it has. It'll never. Nothing will ever come close to this. And it's so weird now. Like when I'm out, like we were just out for dinner the other day, and I saw a gentleman out to eat with, and I could tell that he was going through chemo because mm-hmm. his eyebrows were gone, everything. And the amount of compassion I have for those people now, because I just know like that whole family is not feeling a hundred percent right mm-hmm. now. It, it affects everybody. So I will say this: through all of this, the amount of compassion, the, I have so much more compassion. For everybody across the board, anybody going through anything, and just much more patience just with life. I, I don't know. Like, you know me. I used to get shook pretty easy. Mm-hmm. The smallest little thing would happen, and I was off the rails, man. Yeah. And now I'm just like, ugh, I don't care. <laughs> like, just nothing is as important as just health and well-being now. I just go back to when your car, when you put your car in, and you're like, man, they, you text me, said, dude, I think that they, they said that maybe the entire computer's fried on this car. I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, well. What are yeah. you going to do? <laughs> That's how I feel. And that, like, two years ago, Kelly would have been on a six-week bender of, oh, right. this is the worst thing ever. How am I going to do it? I'm going to have to start walking to work. And My life is harder than everybody else's. Yeah. And it just shows you that, that strength, that growth that you guys have gone through. I couldn't be happier for Brianna. I know that you know, this has been the last kind of thing for her. She's going to do great. I can't wait to see her this weekend. Yeah, she'll be at the craft beer tour this weekend. And uh, it's just, it's it's good, man. It feels yeah. like we're kind of walking out of this. and it's It's been good, but honest to God, anybody who's sent a text or called or whatever, like you have no idea how much that meant to me. And without you, I probably wouldn't have gotten through it. So thank you. My wife thanks you and just... This has been a crazy journey, man. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to play a round of Who's the Teacher? Who's the Teacher? Now, I guess today is Elementary School Teacher Day, which okay. is kind of messed up if it's Martin Luther King Day because a well, lot of them aren't working. Yeah. Well, maybe that's their best day off. Then. Right, right. <laughs> so, so what is this, Wood? Can you I, give me some backstory back on this? Audio clips of actor. Or actresses being a teacher. Oh, all God. Right? I'm terrible at actors' names. So here's the deal. We're going to play the clip, and you tell me who the teacher is and what it's from. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fail at this. I can never remember actors' names. So you got teacher number one ready to go here? All right. All right. You tell me, oh, who is your daddy, and <laughs> what does he do? Uh, that's an easy one. Are you going to buzz in? Oh, uh, Kelly. I don't know. Oh, Brian Beecher. That is Arnold Schwarzenegger. In Kindergarten Cop. There you go. One nothing. You didn't even say that we were supposed to buzz in or anything. I thought we were just guessing. This isn't an open forum, baby. I thought this was just a gentleman's game. One point for me. (laughs) I didn't even know that we were supposed to buzz in. And who's your daddy teacher? Or teacher? Who's your teacher? Uh, uh, What? All right. Teacher number two. I love you all. Class dismissed. Brian. Oh, that was quick. It's Mr. Feeney, Boy Meets World. That's correct. Yes. Nicely done. I wasn't a Boy Meets World kid, though. I I wasn't either. Topanga. Last one. Teacher number three. Worst three points, by the way. All right. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's all worked, man. Mm -hmm. It's a cruel mistress this game is. All right, here we go. I can teach you how to bewitch the mind. I have no idea. Wow. Brian Riley uh, for the clean sweep. Six points. That is uh, 
Snape from Harry Potter. Severus Snape. That's correct. Thank you. Nerd alert. Wow. <laughs> A clean sweep. Thank you. A teacher's pet, if you will. All right. Well, there we go. There was that game. Mm. <laughs> Big fan of it. <laughs> Who is your favorite TV teacher? Oh, that's tough to say. I would probably say, uh, uh, you know what? Dynamite. <laughs> From summer school, the movie Mark Harmon played him, and I can't remember what his name was in the movie, though. The movie Summer School from a long, long time ago. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. He was like, yeah, he just seemed like a cool, he kind of played it fast and loose. He was the gym teacher, but they made him teach English mm. over summer school. That was a quality. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Brian Riley? Since you seem to be an expert in this. Mr. Hand from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he was kind of uptight, though. When Spicoli had the pizza and he made him share with the class. Right, but that's an uptight teacher. I'm talking about a guy who plays it fast and loose Mm -hmm. in the 1990s hit Summer School (laughs) starring one Mark Harmon. What about Miss Bliss? Y'all even know about that? Miss Bliss. Uh, Miss Bliss. What is that from? Is that from... Come on. No. Is that from the Goldbergs? No. No. Miss Bliss. Shoot. Wonder Years? Miss Bliss was actually the start of Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. And then Saved by the Bell is kind of a spinoff of Miss Bliss's class. Right. She was kind of the teacher and the kids were, you know, ended up going on to be Saved by the Bell. Mr. Belding, too. You know, he was a dunce. You know what's crazy about Saved by the Bell is we've all seen it 10 million times, right? Every once in a while, still to this day, an episode will pop up I've never seen before. Really? Yeah. After all these years of watching it, I'm like, how have I never seen this episode? Did you guys ever watch Magic School Bus? Yeah. That was haunting. A little bit. That was that was another great teacher. I didn't like that at all. Got adventures every day. Yeah. Yeah. What's she doing to those kids? You know, she could lose a kid in a body. Again, that movie is Summer School, (laughs) starring one Mark Harmon. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it on the trashy scale, and a trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Maryland, my friend. (laughs) New England trash? No. (laughs) Wait, Maryland... Which, which Maryland? <laughs> <laughs> the only Maryland? The story, All right. Man. Well, we've got ourselves a case of people trying to break into homes to steal key fobs to luxury cars. Oh, that's a good idea. Authorities got the call that, hey, we need to come on out here as some gentlemen try to bust down a hurricane-grade front door Jeez. to come in and steal the keys to the Bentley parked in the driveway. Well, as authorities were doing this, they started to figure out that, hey, well, there's other cars and other houses in this neighborhood that have called in similar things. So when responding to another house, they checked out surveillance uh, video that was recording the driveway as a couple of youngsters were trying to break into a Mercedes that had the keys inside. It's a bad idea. Well, one of the officers says, hey, wait a second. I know that guy. I just arrested that guy. Sure enough, one of the guys was 19-year-old Joshua Reed, who was out on pre-trial release. Oh, man. Well, as you can imagine, what was he arrested for? Well, he was arrested for, well, Grand Theft Auto beforehand and was waiting trial on it. Part of his punishment, since he was allowed out? Yeah. Was to wear a GPS ankle worn <laughs> bracelet, 
Well, they were able to quickly make a phone call and trace Mr. Joshua Reed to, they could see like where he was. And it was like one of those old family circus cartoons. As they watched him go from each one of these houses that had a break in. Oh, my, oh so it like leaves a trail. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were able to put him in 14 different cases because Jeez. of the bracelets. Well, they could also figure out where he was, and when they showed up, he said, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, they said, well, not only do we have you on video, we also have you on GPS <laughs> at each one of these places. Well, as you can guess, he was already facing charges. He's facing a stack of new charges. Four counts of burglary. Four counts of burglary of an unoccupied structure. Grand theft. Two degrees, uh, second degree grand theft, third degree grand theft, armed grand theft, and the, on top, criminal mischief. Dang. Now, that sounds like a guy who wanted to go back. You know what I'm saying? You're either too stupid or you did. Either one. I was just too dumb to even think that someone would do that. You gotta go. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm -hmm. First of all, breaking into multiple cars. It's trashy. Oh, yeah. That's 200 points trashy right there. (laughs) Uh, doing it with a uh, doing it while you're out on rel- pre-trial release. That's trashy. Dang, that's trashy. Mm-hmm. That's another. I'm gonna attack another 200 points on. I know I'm scoring high, but this guy deserves it. That's the case. Denying it when you're wearing an ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. 175 points on that one right there. Yeah. Uh, he well shoot. Maybe I should have scored that 200 points because he was arrested again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got on this one, Wood? Uh, how about the fact that you don't think that there's cameras? If they have a Bentley in the driveway, my guy, <laughs> they've sprung for the ring doorbell. <laughs> well, can't you track those luxury cars, too? I mean, isn't it pretty easy to track them? I mean, yeah, if you get low jack and stuff in them. I would imagine, isn't that... Again, are you really turning that down <laughs> really? when you're at the dealership buying a $100,000 car? Uh, I'm going to add... Yeah, you're right. I'm going to add another 175 on for that just to get the score up a little higher because mm. I feel like it deserves it. Uh, okay, now we got a good score. Are you ready for this one? Come Wood? on. Today, our ankle bracelet-wearing gentleman stealing cars earns himself a respectable 825 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood. So, you got a new tattoo. Yes. Um, a, a phenomenal tattoo. Thank you. That thing is crazy. I've never seen anything like it, to be 100% honest with you. Well, it is a very unique tattoo. We wanted to do that for the uh, tattoo competition aspect. But you're having a hard time showing people. Well, and that was it. I... I'm very aware now of my chest. Yes. Now, if you heard is me, it, now, is this, wait, is this your first chest tattoo? I, I've had little ones on there before, okay. but this is the one of the first big ones like I've ever really wanted to share with people. And honestly, I've had people ask me, well, what does it look like? And I've had a little bit of a hard time sending people the photo. Now, one of the people I absolutely love in this building. Yes. She's super high up. In mm-hmm. fact, if you look at the totem pole of pe- workers here, yeah. I think she's probably second from the top. I think so, too. I agree with you. She asked me for a picture of the other day, and I sent it right away. And I just like, oh, sure, cool. Sent it to her and thought to myself, I, I just sent her my nipple. Right. Now, are you embarrassed because of the shape of your nipple? I, first of all, I am not. I have a very normal nipple. That was just the... I sent you... It looked like a football. I sent you, Brian Riley, and our boss, JD, a picture of it at the thing. And the first text I get back, not all that looks great, nothing like that. I said that. What's up with your nipple? 
Well, it looks like a. It does look like a football. That but was I, just from the angle of the that I took it from. But I was. I'm very uh, aware of the fact that you had. You know, because mm-hmm. those are, are those even your real nipples? They are. Thank you very much. But and didn't they like take them off and reattach them or they something? They were sewn back on when I did my skin removal right, surgery. Okay, so I knew they were. They weren't in their original. Their no. original equipment, just not original position. And they are practically. Painless, like I have right. no feeling or sensation in them because, like, the nerves didn't attach. You know when right. they got cut off. That's fine. I now I'm now I'm like ashamed <laughs> to show my fantastic tattoo because I will a I don't know if it's okay to be sending your nipple to your boss. Two, well, if that was the only thing that was in the picture, <laughs> although you probably wouldn't even be here today if that was the case. Now the man nipple is obviously not a big deal, right? Right now, if it was a female thing, I understand. Especially mine are like the size of dimes; they're tiny. Let me see. No, made me feel no because I didn't eat good this weekend, so I don't. So? Wanna, I don't want to pull my shirt up. All right, here, right now. Yeah, let's see what's happening. That's very small. It's a tiny nipple. That's very small. Now mine are larger, and I still normal shaped, even though if I get it at the right angle. But I don't know. Is it? Is it? And maybe this is a better question for Zen Zen. Maybe we should ask him this week on the HR files. Why don't you? Why don't you take a picture of it and pixelate the nipple? That makes it look worse, doesn't it? That does. That makes it look like you're sending a picture of a breast. And then makes you feel like I'm hiding something that's not, you know... That doesn't need to be hidden. Right. Free it, as well, far as I'm concerned. Would you Would you have felt so bad if it... Well, one, if it wasn't a female, and two, if it wasn't our, one of our bosses? No, because I also had it on Facebook, and the first comment on there was, Hey, that's a nipple. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, aren't people? I mean, I, I'm surprised that it's getting that it's garnering that much attention mm-hmm. because it's, it is just a man nipple, right? And yes, it is distorted mm-hmm. and concerning. That, but other than it's not concerning. Other than that, well, what is what is the what does Sean say? Who gave you your tattoo? Is he like no, just put it out there, let your freak flag fly? No, he doesn't care one way or the other. You know, right. he was obviously very proud of the tattoo, so we're, we're right. both in that that maybe, area. But. Maybe he needs a better canvas. I.e. My, my body. Because this nipple, if I took a picture of a tattoo, you wouldn't even see the nipple. You could probably just go right over that bad boy. <laughs> right? you, it's like, is there even a nipple there? So let him know. Next one, if he needs a new canvas. But I was just wondering, you know, is it okay to send a picture? If she asked for it. It wasn't an unsolicited shot of it. Megan's asking, can you crop your nipple out of the pic? But that would crop some of the tattoo out. Right, because the tattoo goes around it. It was right. like my full upper pec area. Yeah. And so it went right through it. Let's see. Uh, no, I didn't, no Did I didn't say that, Nick. That's how I get in the HR files. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that. I have too much respect for her to say that. Well, on the Brian Texas, he says, my bad, because he was the one who pointed out the nipples, the first comment. <laughs> Don't be afraid to show it. All right, so I may just show it again. Yeah. You know what? Because I am me. You I are. am the proud peacock that I am. You are unapologetically you. That is for sure, Wood. Drop my feathers. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Or should I take offense to this, that people are like, this segment has nosedived so bad that now they feel like they have to step in and save it? Well, my son tried to help. Either way. Yeah. This is an interesting one. So why do we drive on the right side of the road? Mm-hmm. This is super interesting. We used to Americans used to drive on the left side of the road like a lot of other countries do. That is until the appearance of the Conestoga Wagon. 
The particularly heavy... Fr- I'm just going to read this so I don't get it wrong. Okay. The particularly heavy wagon is from uh, the Conestoga Valley in southeast Pennsylvania. It was longer than your average at wagon. It was the 18-wheeler of its day. To make room for more freight, the driver area was removed, and this meant the driver controlled the wagon from the ground while walking alongside of the wagon. The problem was that is the brake the driver used was installed on the left side of the wagon, which meant the driver walked down the road on the left side of the wagon while keeping his right hand on the brake to be able to see if there was oncoming traffic. Is this all making sense so far? So it was an actual wagon. This isn't like a station wagon, like no, an this, old Woody. This is way back in the okay. day. So the Conestoga drivers started using the right side of the road instead of the left. This meant all those who met them would need to swerve around them to the right side of the road and then return to the left side. Well, eventually there were so many of these Conestoga wagons on the road that people just started driving on the right-hand side then, so they weren't having to swerve over to the left, then back to the right. Now, there's more. Oh, well. Because that, you know, we always like to abbreviate things. The Conestoga wagons are actually a part of one of the slang terms we use now for cigars. Because so many of these wagons were used to haul cigars back in the day. It's where we get the term stogie from. From the Conestoga wagon that made it so that we drive on the right-hand side of the road because it was just safer and easier back then. And so it just became what we did. Can I ask a question? Yes. Was there that much traffic? I'm sure there was enough to make it income. I mean, there wasn't. There was tons of horse and buggies. I'm just saying. There was. There was how else were people getting around? You had a horse and buggy, or you just had a horse? Did we really need that much? Like you had to get around. Rules? I mean, if I just if I'm coming and you're coming, no, there wasn't you got a buggy. I got a buggy. There wasn't rules. That's why people just took it into their own hands to say, all right, well, there's so many of these Conestoga wagons on the road. Okay. We're going to start driving on the right-hand side to make it easier for them to get freight around the city. So everyone just kind of took it into their own hands, and they're like, all right, well, now, just to keep people from driving on the left side, now we're going to make it the federal law that we drive on the right-hand side of the road. To be quite honest, if this was you, I'd question a lot of these facts. But because it, because it was Tag who sent it in, mm-hmm. we're just going to take it at face value. It seems... Like he's got a little oomph behind him. Well, I like the fact, too, that it's where we get the term stogie from. Conestoga wagons. Isn't that interesting? I, I found this super interesting, man. It was pretty good. Yeah. I'll give you that. I liked it. Yeah. That's a good one. I Because ne- I never knew why we drove on the right side. Did you guys? Had no, no idea. I just right. assumed. Right. But why would we be different than so many other countries? Well, well, now you know. Why are we doing the yards and feet and everything? Well, because that's because we refuse to... Get with the times. I, and you know me. I'm America through and true. Yes, you I are, I bleed so. red, white, blue. Yeah. I hate that. I really wish we were on the metric because it's stupid easy. It is stupid easy. Everything's by tens. And it's you don't fix anything, so you don't know this, but sometimes you're like, all right, is this metric or standard? Right. And that's, you know, yeah. you're losing the 10 lug nut. Yeah, I feel you. Well, anyway, Wood, maybe people didn't find this one interesting. I did, actually. So thank you, Tag. for. And if you ever have one, feel free to email it in. Yeah, please. Lord, Lord knows. These are actually the best ones. The Kelly Wood Facebook page, the Instagram, direct, However, direct message. We, there's tons of ways you can get a hold of us, and you will definitely end up on the air. Because sometimes I bring ones that uh, no one likes, but today everyone liked it. But if no one did, I wouldn't care, Tag, because I liked it, and I don't mind saying sometimes. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, I have a little bit of a problem with a movie I watched over the weekend. We were asking around who all was working on MLK Day. And some rules for barbershops. And don't teach your kids beer pong. 
all of that. Man, we covered a lot of ground. It's our first break of the day from 540. We tack it on the end of the podcast as our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Man, I'm in a good mood today. I don't even know why. Cause of this week, man. Because I woke up on the right side of the dirt. That's why. Could be. I had kids in my freaking room all night last night. Sleeping? Yes. And I blame one person. My wife. Because she allows it? I'm telling you. So Murphy was crying because, oh, it's dark and I'm scared of the dark. I don't care. Let's go. Jeez, dude. I love you. I love you, sweetheart. But what happens is, okay, fine. I'm going to be seeing your kids on an episode of Intervention one day. You can start by sleeping off in my room. No, this is my room. I'm watching the game. Get them out. Everyone needs. I work hard. I have worked so hard. I have supplied everyone with their own bed. Right. This isn't communist China where we all sleep in the same room. Probably their own television. Right. Dad's good to you. You guys are living the, living the life of Riley starring Wood as Riley. But Dad's 0 for 2 on gambling, and he's trying to turn it around here. That's why. We all need to disperse. And no, boom, Murphy in my bed. Wake up this morning. When the alarm goes off at 3 a.m., I turn over. <laughs> Two inches from my face. You're going to miss this. Why are you here? <laughs> I love you so much, you sweet little baby girl, but why are you here? I miss I miss the kid. Our kids are way too big now to be crawling into our bed. Oh, They're like bigger than my wife. I'm telling you, man. I just, hey, hey, just go. You're going to miss this. Mm, no. You're going to want this back. I don't think I'm going to. You're going to wish these days. But we should mention, uh, we've got a huge day coming up on Saturday. If you have never gone to the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour. I'll take my jacket off for this announcement. What are you doing? Come on out. It's the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour. There are still are some tickets for sale. StCloudCraftBeerTours.com. We are going to be there, uh, both of us, and we're going to be doing some video stuff. Right. I want to video well, you. I'll be working. Well, both One of us, us has to work. Both of, maybe we'll bring out intern AJ, let him run the booth. There we go. Now you're starting to think like me. As we do other things. So we're going to be there from one to five. Now, the VIP hour is the first hour. Yep. So if you buy the VIP tickets, you get in for all four hours. If you don't, you can buy the regular people tickets. That's fine. Yeah, You're still IP to us. A, it's still a blast. You still then go from two to five. But after then, we're still going to keep the party going. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned this, I dare I say, this what? is your brainchild. Well, be, here's why. Please. And you're not a drinker, Wood, so you don't get this. No, but sir. You go, to the, you go to the craft beer tour, and this was kind of me and our boss together, because last year, we didn't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. We got to talking at the craft beer tour, and by the time you get greased and gassed, it's over. Right. So we thought, you know what would be kind of fun is an after party for the craft beer tour. And? We spoke it into existence. Yes, you did, my friend. <laughs> so at Beaver Island, we're going to be doing the after party from 5 to 7 this Saturday. And it's not like you have to go to the craft beer tour to come to the after party. Right. It's like, just come and hang out. I'm going to be doing a live country quick mix. It travels. It, t- it goes where we go. The streets talk. It's become bigger than us. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's got a mind of its own at this point. It's almost a cyclone that has whisked us up. But I never, us. I never get to do the country quick mix live because we're always doing a million other things. But I was like, look, if we, if we book this after party, I just want to do the country quick mix. So you're not even going to walk and talk with people? Uh, maybe. Mm. But it's like, haven't, haven't I talked to everybody already? Everybody no. knows all my stories. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. You know, I, I, don't, I don't bring anything to the table. So, so it's time to it's time to do what I do best. Directly after the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour, we are moving the party over to the uh Saint or for to Beaver Island. It's right there on Sixth Avenue. Right. I I mean it is cool spot too. Literally you could walk it. 
You, you can yeah, you can take a quick Uber if you'd rather. Quick taxi, just jump right over there. Let's see what the weather's supposed to be like on Saturday. And we're going to be hanging out there until seven o'clock. So again, this is all on Saturday. If you want to come hang out, we would love to have you. Because as I said, we want to do some recording things. There's something I want to kick off mm-hmm. that I want to keep under wraps. Yeah, don't don't say it yet because it's a great idea. It and is a great idea. Honestly, I haven't been this excited about something since we played the How Many Drinks game, which was a, which swept the nation. Which I think maybe we should bring back today in you, honor of our big weekend. Okay, here. yeah, you. I mean, that was in like newsletters. It was such a big deal. Well, I mean, the small town salute has never been in a newsletter. It's because it's bigger than that. <laughs> It's bigger than that. But no, so that that's something that we really want to push because it kind of got booked last minute. Mm-hmm. I think everyone just kept dropping the ball on it. And then I was like, hey, are we doing this after party or not? Because I was like, I'll, I'll text Nick Barth over at Beaver Island and be like, hey, dude, can we do an after party there? He's your guy. Right. Good dude. Super good guy. Hashtag Team Kelly. And he, he texted me. He's like, dude, the after party's going to be sick. I was like, absolutely it is. I was like, do you mind if I do a country quick mix live? In Beaver Island, but I told him I said, "Look, Beaver Island is a very cool place. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not. So I gotta. I gotta be real careful. I gotta protect the image of Beaver Island while also providing a good time. Yeah, you can't be blasting Frank Ski in no. that place. No, no, probably not even Bruno Mars. Why? No, don't. What's well, a country quick mix? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Who knows where the night's going to take us? There you go. This is a whole new thing. So we're going to be out there. We're going to be having a ton of fun. We want you to come on by and say, hey. My wife's coming out. Very cool. So that's going to be fun. This is kind of like, you know, she had surgery on Thursday. And she was like, I think maybe by next weekend I'll be feeling good enough to get out. and get, I think so. Maybe have a beer or two. She is so terrified of drinking now. But she, she, might, have, she might have a couple. Let's well, get loose. My wife is going to be coming out there as well. Word? Yeah. Yeah, something Word. about keeping an eye on me. I don't know. We're going to be hanging out, actually. Look at that. Outside of work. You're t- you're, dare I say you're not going to spit in the Wood family face? <laughs> Dude, we live an hour and 15 minutes apart. It's hard to get together. Now, you, it's funny that we're bringing up like the whole drinking thing, because this weekend we went and did a little, uh, little get-together with some friends. Yeah. Now, we played a game. My kids came along, mm-hmm. and the adults got together and started playing beer pong. Everett wanted to play. Okay. He played. Now, he didn't do any of the drinking aspect of it. <laughs> I hope not. But he was ponging. So what college party were you at? Don't that, you worry about that. that. beer pong was up. I know you go to college, but uh, I didn't me, know you were getting invited to frat parties. Me and the Phi Beta Kappa's are real tight. Okay. But Everett was beer ponging, and we had to have a talk with him because he was actually not bad at it. Yeah. And he was telling my wife, you know what? I'm going to tell everyone I was really good at beer pong. Yeah. The Woods have gotten enough flack. From yeah. the Sartell School District, I needed to step in here and say, hey, before we get to talking like that, this might be the final straw. We're not going to go to school and talk about how you, as a brand new nine year old, was yeah. playing beer pong with mom and dad's friends over the weekend. Right. We're not going to do that. 125 points. There's a 50% chance yeah. I'm getting an email today. Normally, I'm the one who catches stray points from the trash flash. You just got 125. It seems a tad trashy when for I say let, it out loud. For letting a nine-year-old play beer pong. Why? What's next? Why not? Honestly, it's just playing hoops. <laughs> it just really playing is. hoops. Actually, if you go to like Dave and Buster's, they have like a beer pong there. I forget what they call it. It's like cup cup pong or something yeah. like that. So I thought outside the box on that. <laughs> right? They really went deep. Well, they can't call it beer pong. It's at a Dave and Buster's. Do you think that's like uh, trademarked? No, but I, I, I doubt a game that little kids are playing at Dave and Buster's, they want it called beer pong. Because you know there's a guy in Minnesota, I believe, who trademarked the game 
uh, with the hammer and the nail. Like we can't even speak it now? Right. Like if you say it on air, like you have to pay this guy. I'm not saying. Don't do it. I'm a hammer. Don't don't you do it, man. That was like 50 but, bucks you owe him now. But that's what we call it nail your neighbor anyway. We don't even call it that. We call careful. it nail your neighbor. You probably just. I should trademark nail your neighbor. Because we used what to play douche. that. What a douche to trademark that. We used to play that at the craft beer tour, and then we got in trouble for it because he's like, you need to start paying me if you're going to play that. How do you How do you have a trademark on that? Someone should take a hammer to that guy's crotch. <laughs> right to his schlongen. <laughs> See, I'm just I got, saying. I got it in there still. <laughs> just saying. I think as long as I don't say them together, it's okay. Maybe. Like if there's a pause. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day. It is MLK Day. My kids actually are back in school today. Oh, because they had like so many snow days? Yeah. And I wonder I, why they chose this day of all days. I don't know. Uh, you think maybe it would have a little bit more reverence, but how yeah. many other things are open today? We're obviously here today. Right. You well, know. we're here because we took Friday off, so. Well, no, but I mean, to me, I th- this is a federal holiday, right? Yes, it is. How many other people are out there working? Because I know we have a lot of listeners who work in the medical field. You're obviously working. A ton, I'm sure. You know, like you can't, nurses can't just take the day off. No. So I get that. But I don't know. To me, when I was growing up, everyone got MLK Day off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I think we've kind of gotten that more back into a regular work day as the years have gone on. Well, it's just a shame. It's like anything else. Christmas, I mean, people got to work on Christmas, everything else. I get that. You know, man, I watched a movie over the weekend that had me running hot, Wood. Have you ever heard of New in Town? That's with uh, Reese Witherspoon. No, Renee Zellweger. Renee Uh, Zellweger. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I just watched it. (laughs) Renee Zellweger, uh, uh, dang it. George Takai. Who's the who's the crooner? What's his name? Uh, why can't I think of his name? Why I love it. No, the guy Thomas who, Ray- Harry Connick Jr. Ah, so Renee Zellweger, Harry Connick Jr. I think this movie is like I don't know. I think it came out in like 2005 or something like that. I think we watched this like the first, when we, as soon as we moved to Minnesota, like we watched this movie. Dude, it had me angry. So this is I just grabbed this quick clip. So this is the dude talking in the movie, right? Like this is supposed to be the Minnesota accent. Why don't you cut to the chase? We don't give a good goose fart on a muggy day what you're making us make. Just tell us how many you're planning on laying off. Nobody sounds like that in the Midwest. It's like when the movie Fargo came out. It was so overdone that it just didn't even sound like that. Maybe if you go to the most outlying areas of the Midwest where they do, they don't have the internet or anything else. <laughs> And they've never heard anybody else speak. Maybe it sounds like this. Why don't you cut to the chase? We don't give a good goose fart on a muggy day what you're making us make. Just tell us how many you're planning on laying off. It bugged me, dude. Like I, The movie was cute. You know, a nice romantic comedy. My wife yeah. wanted to watch it. And she's like, oh, I heard this was funny. Hallmark is all get out. But I couldn't get over the stupid Minnesota accent. Like It was, it was making me angry. There's like a woman on the, on the, on the movie. Who talks so over the top? I'm like, we're not a bunch of doofuses around here. It was making me angry, dude. I couldn't watch the whole movie. You what? You got up and walked out. I, I, I stormed out. No, I just shut it off. I was like, I can't take the accent. So it's, no one else could see what happened at the end. Well, I told her I was like, watch this when when I'm not around because it it bugs the living poop out of me. Good for you. I was just like, why would you make us sound so stupid? Like. No one makes someone with a southern accent sound stupid. You're wrong. Sometimes. You're about to say you're 100% wrong. But this dumb? Why don't you cut to the chase? We don't give a good goose fart on a muggy day what you're making us make. Just tell us how many you're planning on laying off. Uh, That was bugging me, dude. Now, see, but I think it's because you live here. 
Because you live here in the Midwest now. Like, if you lived in New York and you watch a movie and they're like, oh, forget about it, you'd probably be upset. That's true. Same thing with the South. Or California, if everyone talked like a surfer dude. Right, that's true. So I wonder if maybe it's just because you're so into it. Could it could be. Well, they just made us look so stupid. It bugged me. when I watched Fargo, wasn't living up here in the Midwest. Yeah. It didn't stand out to be over the top to me. Right. So. That's true. Okay. Now, granted, the clip you did pull... That is a ridiculous clip. And everybody talked like that. Everybody who was quote unquote from Minnesota in the entire movie talked like that. Vicky just texted, that sounds Irish to me. Yeah. It, yeah. it just, like, no one nailed it. Like, no one nailed the accent. They didn't have to go that hard with it. You know what he kind of sounds? He kind of sounds like Tom Hanks in the Elvis movie. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Why don't you cut to the chase? We don't give a good goose fart on a muggy day what you're making us make. Just tell us how many you're planning on laying off. I do like that saying, though, a good goose fart on a muggy day. And that that accent Tom Hanks had in the Elvis movie, I couldn't place. Uh, yeah, that was a horrible accent. That sounded like me when I tried to do accents, and they all end up, at some point in time, getting to Jamaica. You go, you, yeah, you go through the Queen, like you sound like the Queen mm-hmm. of Britain for a while. And yeah. then it gets to Jamaican. It always ends Jamaican. <laughs> right. If I do Irish, it ends Jamaican. If I do English, it ends Jamaican. Australian, Jamaican. Yes. Maybe the island's just calling me. It very well could be. <laughs> Maybe I'm part Jamaican and I never knew it. Anyway, new in town, I would say if you've never seen it, skip it. Uh, other people texting in that are working today. Andrew, he says, I'm working on the dairy farms. Chrissy says, I'm working. People need water. Trout wells. All right. uh, Jason, garbage men. We're always working. Always and working. Garbage women, I should say. Other people out there working security. Jack and Sievert out there at New Flyer working. So, okay. All right. I got a question if there's any uh, hairstylists on their, or barbers on their way to work this morning. You can see I got a good haircut here. Like, this is a good one. Okay. And it takes, getting a bald fade, not everyone can do it. Mm-mm. I finally found a spot, right? Isn't it by law they are supposed to sweep up once in a while? Because every time I find a place with a good haircut, it grosses me out so much that I can't go back. Because there's like clumps of hair everywhere on the floor. Now, you go to like a cost cutters, a great clips, they, they keep those places super clean. But when you go to these barbers, I'm like, isn't it a law that you have to sweep up? Like, isn't, or don't they go by some sort of, I don't know, health code at a barber shop? What are you there to do? Get a haircut. Exactly. You're but, not there to eat. But not walk through other people's and leave with other people's hair on my shoes. Stomp your feet, man. I don't know. I was just like, I, the dude did a phenomenal job. He even busted out the straight razor to get the neck and everything. Everything I love about going to a real barber, decent price. But can you once in a while sweep up everybody else's hair from the day? Now, to be fair, I'm out of my depth in this one. Right. You haven't had a haircut since third grade. I will get my beard cut every now and then just because I find it hard to do in the mirror. But that's only for special occasions. Yeah. We're talking three times a year. I don't know. I think to me, you're being a tad, tad touchy. It's, it's just like when he goes to grab a new shaver for my head and there's just hair everywhere. I'm just like, oh, can okay. you just, can you maybe run a vacuum around here or something? That is kind of gross. It was just gr- The last place I went to, same thing. Got a decent haircut, but I was so grossed out. And the dude's hands always smelled like cigarettes when he was cutting my hair. And yes, it was a nice callback to childhood, mm-hmm. but I didn't like it pop, pop. in my grown, grown days. So I'm just like, man, just I should start a service, cleaning barbershops, barbershop cleaning service. Can I ask you a question? Please. What is the difference between the haircut you have right here Yes. and every military haircut I've ever seen since the start of dawn? This is long on top. This is, this is high and tight. 
This is a bald fade. So with, would that be against the rules in the military? I don't know, man. What do I look like? I don't know. I don't look military. Although people do ask me if I'm in the military. Because I think of the haircuts. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, I'm just saying, if you own a barbershop, please, you would get so much more business if you just cleaned up once in a while. And you know what it is? And I hope I'm not being sexist. It's usually when it's all men working there. It's, it's just dirty. It's gross. Because they're just to get stuff they're, done versus right. the just, appearance let's, of things. Let's bang out haircuts. It's like, you know what? Even a guy likes things clean once in a while. Uh, Marlene says you're on to something. Uh, state law for stylists is you are supposed to sweep up after every cut. Right. Now, I'm not going to turn this place in because I learned that I can actually, in the summertime, pull my boat up and walk up and get a haircut, which is pretty sweet. That's about as that's about as Minnesota as a goose <laughs> fart on a muggy day. Why don't you cut to the chase? We don't give a good goose fart on a muggy day. What you're making us make. But anyway, so I was like, oh, this is sweet. I could pull my boat up, jump out and grab a haircut, and then hop back in the boat. All right. Well. <laughs> so I'm not going to turn them in. But if anybody's listening who owns a barber shop, men like things clean too. Just because we're men doesn't mean that we want things gross and dirty. You walked into a single guy's apartment before. <laughs> I have. I, I used to do apartment maintenance, and I will tell you this. The the girls, the young ladies who had apartments there were way messier than the dudes. Female bathrooms. Oh, female no. bathrooms. You have, I don't no, get. you have no idea how many drains I had to unclog in female bathrooms when I was doing apartment maintenance. I've said this before. I don't know how you guys even have any hair the way you got, y'all shed. Oh. We've we've been down this road before about sticking it to the wall. I tell you, I don't get that. I don't understand it. I don't know if they teach that in young girls' school or what. Yet everyone knows how to do it. I didn't grow up with young women. You know what I'm saying? It was me and my brother growing up. I I guess that. I'm guessing a mother passes it down to her daughter. Or is it just like intuition? Here's what you do when you start shedding. I don't know. But uh, other people texting in, I work for the post office, headed in to do some Amazon as well. All right. Uh, A tax accounting firm. Oh, that's business stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, you guys are in the thick of it right now. I've never used an accountant. I did twice. And it gives you a little peace of mind. I'll tell you that much. But I don't have, you know, stocks and all that stuff. I don't have enough shareholds and withdoings. I got a lot of monies moving around. I I got a lot of monies. Because you got your business stuff, so I can see that. But I just, yeah, an accountant does give you a little peace of mind, so... Well, you think they, they know what they're doing. You pray. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the right one. Sit down and find me a loophole, will you? But I think if I think if an accountant messes up, they go to court, not you. I would love to have an accountant that's willing to skirt. You know what I'm saying? I, not like has to base their business out of Bermuda level of skirting, but knows a couple shady doings. I think they I think a lot of them will help you do a few shady things within the loose letter of the law. Right. Like, my guy used to be like, well, you can kind of write that off. You know, like, I wrote off a kind of a nice watch one time. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you need to be able to tell time in your business. And I was like, cool. <laughs> You're not telling a lie. <laughs> Should we do some history, man? Come on, now. Bailey says, quit your wine. It helps not draw clog the drain. You're not wrong there, Bailey. That's true. With the wall stuff. Oh, also, the wall thing. Jenna, I'm a nurse heading into work. Well, thank you so much for thank doing you, what you Jenna. do, Jenna. Yeah, Jenna never gets time off, I mm-hmm. bet. It just in, in the cards for her. All right, Wood, it was on this day all the way back in 1939. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Superman, the comic strip, made its debut on this day in 1939. And like those original ones go for seven figures plus. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It is wild. I'm not a big Superman guy, though. Right. You know, I mean, he can do literally everything. 
He's got, yeah, he's got him a catch-all, isn't he? You know, in his weak spots, a rock. You know, well, from Krypton. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Come on, yeah. man. I, I, know, I like my superheroes to have a little bit of downside. Okay. Well, he, he has one. Again, it's a rock. <laughs> Do you have one? I, if I did, I could bring him to his knees. In this day, on this day in 1974, there's a fly ball out to right field. That ball is. Mickey Mantle was brought in, elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Of course, uh, he had some. He lost a lot of favor with a lot of people. If they, you remember, towards the end of his life, I don't. He kind of jumped up the transplant list. Oh, that's right I, for a liver transplant, right? Right. And he was like an alcoholic his entire life, right? Yeah. And he made no secret that he lived it up and everything like that. And a lot of people said, "Well, hey, why is he jumping the list for other people that have?" Liver issues that weren't didn't, alcoholics. Didn't abuse it. And wasn't he super old, too? Like He was. He he passed away not too long after getting a transplant, and that kind of set some people wrong. He had some terrible injuries during his playing career, which is kind of amazing how good he was really? with some of the things that he faced. An amazing talent. And some of the stories that he had, you can't tell on the radio. Right. But they're I bet wild. in those days. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 2003. This day has brought terrible news. And great sadness to our country. At 9 o'clock this morning, Mission Control in Houston lost contact with our space shuttle Columbia. I remember this so vividly because I was up here. I was living in Texas at the time, and I was up here for a wedding. My friend Matt was getting married, and I just remember watching the news that morning. And I was like, oh, my God, because like they had the footage of it breaking up, coming back into our atmosphere. Like, they, like you could just see it bust into pieces. It was crazy, man. I don't remember this at all. Really? No. Was what? this one that, that blew up when we were all in school? That was George W. Bush. That, that was, can't be. You're thinking of Challenger. We're yeah. thinking of the Challenger. That You would have been, boy, I don't know, you would have been like first grade probably when that happened. Yeah. This was 2003, so this was just not that long ago. I was in second grade. <laughs> 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 a tough couple of years for me. It took a while. Yeah, I, 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 But I, no, I, this one broke up on re-entry. And they, they said it was because when it took off, like a piece of protective foam like hit the wing and like knocked off the heat protectant or something like that. It was it was like a small tiny thing that happened to, like when the shuttle launched and it took it down. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't get the 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 draw of going to space. I kind of do like it would I, I would do it if I had any reason to do it. For a neat view for about eight minutes and then all right. Uh, yeah, there nah, went my house. No, I don't think you'd see your house. Now but... I got to float up here and eat, you know, food out nah. of a bag for the next month. Yay. Well, <laughs> by the way, fingers crossed we don't die of course rocketing the, back into Earth. Of course, the food would be what you'd be concerned about. Uh, wouldn't you? No. It's got to be terrible. I don't care. And you can't even salt it because the salt will go all over the place. Sounds like hell on Earth, but I'm not on Earth. Let's Get me do, back. Let's do some birthdays. <laughs> Celebrating a birthday today. One of my favorites. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my Admit it, shot. you never thought about the salt thing until just now. No, I, I, don't, I don't ever think about salt. Although, until I saw my face this morning in the camera, I was like, man, I had way too much salt over the weekend. I had I had uh, Thai food yesterday, and boy, was it salty. I'm like, geez, I can see it on my face. I had a bunch of salt yesterday. All right, celebrating a birthday today. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, no, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, I love this play, this movie, whatever you want to call it. I'm 
amazing, astonished. I, I love I Hamilton. tried it after you told me how great it was and everything, and I gave it a shot. And no, nah, I made it about three songs in and said, yeah, I you know, it's not for you. I, you know me. It's too artistic. Any movies with singing, I'm a thousand percent out. It's got way too much art to it for you to appreciate it. I, they There's do no like, sports. Yeah, right. Dude's 36. Uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are we talking about? Uh, no, you're off. He's 43. Okay. How about also celebrating a birthday today? Good morning, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Depp calls Kate Moss to the stand. I just thought that was a weird clip for Kate Moss. It is. <laughs> I didn't know that she testified in that Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. I've never seen Kate Moss look happy. Dude, you just hit the nail on the head with that. As I was looking for clips to play for her this morning, I was like, golly, she looks miserable. Yeah. Like, you've made a gazillion dollars. You were born into a gazillion dollars. Just because you're good looking. Well, she also, uh, it takes some work to, you know, she's never eating, you know, a lot of cracker true. this week. That's probably why she's not happy. I'm telling you, she man. She can't salt her pizza rolls. <laughs> what use is there? By the way, dude, I had pizza rolls for breakfast on Friday and I thought about it. <laughs> That's why my face is so puffy today, too. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you what I did, too, real quick? So I had some Dots pretzels sitting there, mm-hmm. an empty bag of Dots pretzels. And I was like, you know what? Wood salts his pizza rolls. What if I dump that Dots seasoning? On my pizza rolls. I, I, I about lost it. Although I did cook them in an air fryer, though. I didn't microwave them. And? It was phenomenal. I told you, baby. <laughs> but that's why my face is so puffy today, man. Yeah. I didn't even drink this weekend. I'm just puffy from all the salt. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, how old is Kate Moss? I c- couldn't tell you. 37? Dude, you're 92? <laughs> Kate Moss is 49. Today. She stopped the aging process because she doesn't eat. Right. Well, no, she, she actually... she. The people are worried about her because she gave a speech the other day at like, it was like Business Insider magazine or something like that. And she Why? looked completely wackadoodle. Yeah. Yeah. She looked just completely well, she's hangry. People are, yeah. People are concerned about her. Well, shoot, with everything that's going on right now, they're like, man, is she next? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to speak that into existence. Come I'm going to say if it's your birthday today, we would like to wish you a happy birthday as well.